2: Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode 120 of Getting It Out podcast. That was Zabalba with años en infierno, which uh, excuse my shitty Spanish, but I think that means like a uh, year on fire or a year in fire. I don't, you know what? I shouldn't bother trying to translate because I don't know. I don't know what that means. I just know some words. It looks like I think años or años, however you said it correctly, uh, is year. I think n, which is like in and, uh, inferno, um, might mean on fire, because I see the word fire in there, and, you know, that's the, this is the white guy's, white guy translating English, uh, or whatever, Spanish, you know what I'm fucking trying to say, all right, (laughs) regardless of whatever it's called, uh, that was the ball, but like I said, if you aren't familiar with them by now, uh, Seems a little odd. Uh, most people would be. They're out of Pomona, California. Um, metallic hardcore. I, it, it, I don't hear a lot of hardcore happening anymore. Um, a lot of death metal. Uh, but it's definitely uh, parts of death metal and parts of hardcore. Uh, what what might be described as metalcore, which is going to be a topic on this episode, um, but maybe not the same type of metalcore that we're talking about on this episode. It's very It's very confusing. All right. Well, it's not confusing. It's very simple, but people like to make it confusing and because we got to we got to put genre tags on everything. So uh, anyway, we'll get we'll get to all that later. But uh, but Zabalba has a new record coming out um, called and <laughs> I got to say it again, Agnus and Inferno um, coming out on Southern Lord. Uh, I believe that comes out uh, late May. Let's see, uh, May 29th is that, is, that, is that a Friday in May? Yeah, May 29th uh, coming out on Southern Lord. That's where I believe they've been putting out uh, a lot of their albums lately. Um, it's their fourth record, which seems like uh, seems like seems right. It seems right. We should be on the fourth Zababa record, right? Uh, they were they're a big thing for a while now. Um, at one point, that band had the hype, man. They put out put out a couple of cool splits. I remember one being with, was one Suburban Scum? One was Subur- Suburban Scum, another one with Incendiary, maybe. Way more on the hardcore side of things. Um, I don't know, though. I don't know. Maybe I'm out of touch. Yeah, of course I'm out of touch. I always am. But anyway, that was a new song from Zabalba. Uh, I listened to the new album a couple times while mowing the lawn. That's what I do now. Listen to <laughs> I listen to the new music while I mow the lawn or maybe go for a run this is what I do, man, suburban dad, this is what I've been trying to do my whole life, and now I'm doing it, and it's beautiful, uh, but yeah, the new album, annuals, and, and, <laughs> I don't know why I bother, I can't speak it, um, uh, whatever, the newest bubble album, out May 29th on Southern Lord Records, uh, and that track is from that, Moving on. I got a I got a lot on this episode, but I want to I want to get to it. So let's get, let's do this fucking intro. Hey, and I got to tell you I am I actively reached out to somebody else about helping me with this intro. So, some of you guys will fucking help me? I got to do it myself, I guess. That's the way it is, right? All right. Let's let's go do this this shitty rap intro.
0: satellite.
2: You know, when I started doing a podcast, I thought I found my calling. But there's something more. There's a little something more I think I can reach into I got a little more in me I need to get it out Just like the podcast, it's getting it out rap song From the getting it out podcast And it feels powerful I think you feel it too I think you feel it too But there's certain things that need to be said Because I was thinking about it a lot lately what exactly was I was thinking about We'll have to break it down here Just a little bit for you I was sitting at home trying to relax when I realized a podcast needs a rap. It sound way better with they thug back, but I gotta spit quick on these caps. Well, big hoes and shit on rumble strips, Zeb sits back with a hundred kits, but I know how shallow that gym pool is, so what did he do with his cripple kin? How do you tell the time at night when the sun don't shine on the dial bright? While well, Von Scott lives the hard rock life, singing on the streets underneath the lights, I got grocery lists and shit I don't like. Gonna run and buy old Mike on ice and like cop stab a day with the butt drug tips. This podcast will flip your lids. So that's what I sing
0: about On the song for the podcast It's getting it out
2: Everybody. So here we are. Um, I don't think I even told you what's happening on this episode yet. This episode, though, you probably already know, features an interview with Richard, uh, the vocalist of uh, True Shot. They're a New Hampshire, I, th- I believe, it's New Hampshire-based uh, metalcore band. Different kind of metalcore band than you heard earlier, right? Well, you know, who cares? But um, but yeah, uh, it, we went back and forth for a while. Feels honestly, it feels like at least a year about doing doing an episode. Uh, Richard and the guys from True Shot did a did a text interview with me when I was doing stuff over at Stereo Killer, which uh, no longer doing, but also no longer doing uh, anything at Getting It Not because I'm not not because it's not still happening, just because uh, I might have counted some chickens before they hatched, and that website is not up and running like I said it would. And you know what? I gotta I gotta I gotta say out here in front, I've given a lot of people shit, uh, p- kind of publicly, but mostly behind behind closed doors about uh, saying they're going to do something and then having it not be there on the day that they say they're going to do it and, and uh, how bad of a look that is. And uh, uh, look at me, total hypocrite. I did it, okay? So I apologize to those who were looking for it, who went looking for it on Cinco de Mayo. It's still not there, okay? it is uh, Now, it's only Cinco day says, right? So I'm just recording this one day after the failed launch. But uh, that's it. That's where we're at. So it'll be up when it's up. I'm I'm pretty happy with the way things are coming along, and uh, the guys that are helping me are doing a fantastic job. Always open for more people to jump on board, of course. Uh, so you know you can you can you can help just by writing stuff, but you can help by sending us questions, uh, telling us, asking 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 the simplest of questions asking the most complex questions, whatever you want to know, send it in to Dan at gettingitout.net and uh, we'll get them answered. And maybe we'll get a whole article out of it. Who knows? You know, we do weird things. Uh, We we make magic happen. Uh, (laughs) That's such bullshit. We don't do anything regarding magic or uh, fanciness. Fanciness? Fuck that. We're fancy as shit. Um, But anyway, so it's week uh, 300 of this quarantine social distancing thing. Uh, everybody's starting to crack a little bit. Um, I I gotta tell you all that I've decided it is uh, it, it is now time for light beer, light light beer. I'm, I've go, I've gone to uh, I've, <laughs> i really did. I went and I bought a 12 pack of Michelob Ultra. I'm gonna I'm gonna get through it. I'm gonna get through May drinking not exclusively ultra light beer mostly ultralight beer. And I'm going to see how many pounds I can drop by doing that. Don't worry, I'm still going to keep up my exercise regimen, but I still need to be able to drink uh, most of the time, like 14 hours of the day. That's such a bullshit. All right. That's like, see, when I start to say these funny lies, it sounds funny in my head. And then I say them out loud and people are going to be like, wow, uh, that's a huge issue. Okay. I don't drink 14 hours out of the day, though. I, I wouldn't mind. I don't think. Might be a problem eventually, but you know I've been watching Mad Men lately, so uh, I don't know. They seem to have it down. Smoking, smoking. I'm gonna, I'm gonna start smoking again. I, I would, you know, if I wouldn't get in trouble, if all the people that I love wouldn't get mad at me, I'd probably smoke again, even, even with all the coughing and feeling like shit. Um, it just looks so cool, you know, <laughs> you know, it just looks so cool and uh, makes you feel awesome. So I should do that. I should take up smoking again. Maybe if uh, if the corona doesn't get me, but whatever. Maybe it does get me. I don't know. Man, it's just a tough decision. Smoke, not smoke, get coronavirus, don't get coronavirus. Uh, I don't know. But it looks like uh, some things are opening up normal. I liked the first thing that Pennsylvania decided that they can experiment with, This <laughs> the government being as cool as they are. They're like, okay, we're going to let you guys buy liquor. <laughs> and we'll see if you can pick it up at the curb. And if that works, then we'll do other things, um, which is just funny for several reasons. One being that uh, it's obviously just a thing for their pocket because they own the fucking liquor stores, which is a ridiculous thing in Pennsylvania anyway. But, you know, so they're going to open the state stores and let the people pick up their alcohol from the curb uh, do, do drive by pickup of alcohol, which is great. Don't get me wrong. But it's funny because it's 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 clearly money in their pocket but uh, we don't mind at all. We're just like, yeah, fuck it. Go ahead you know, gouge us. We don't care. Price gouge. Raise those prices. You ever read that book? Um, there, was a, there was a movie about it too. The Informant. It's called The Informant. I don't, I don't forget who wrote the book, but in the, in the movie, Matt Damon plays the character. Anyway, funny guy. It's about price gouging. I think it's price gouging. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Goddamn. What a bunch of useless information. Let's get to the point of the podcast. Let's get to the interview that I have with Richard of True Shot. And uh, let's listen to some music of theirs before we do that. So the song I'm going to play here is a song that we actually talk a lot about on this interview. This song is called Paradigm. It's uh, their newest single, and uh, it features uh, Aiden Holmes as the guest vocalist on this one. But, uh, but anyway, like I said, we talk a lot about this song on here, so I might as well leave with this so you get the, so you get some context on, on, on the conversation between Richard and I. So here, listen to Paradigm and then uh, my conversation with Richard.
1: How's it going? Hey, how are you doing? Good, doing good, man. How about yourself?
2: Not bad. Uh, enjoy, uh, honestly, enjoying the uh, the quarantine, whatever we call this. But,
1: <laughs> Dude, I am too.
2: <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so what? What's? I mean, I know your name, but what do, what do I call you, Richard? Rich?
1: Oh, just Richard's fine. Richard's fine. Still right. fine. Yeah.
2: Cool. Um. Well, hey. Um. I'm glad we've finally got to do this
1: yeah man' looking been looking forward to it and uh glad we got we're able to link up
2: <laughs> yeah yeah it's funny how um I don't know I always think it's gonna be easy to set some there's 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 a lot of people like you that i've I've spoken to several times about doing it but it never fucking happens for some reason oh wow and yeah no, it's there's it's, it's a lot like i but with with uh with not going anywhere over the last like two <laughs> weeks I've been able to knock a whole bunch I think I'm getting like one done a day but uh, oh wow yeah Oh wow! Especially good for the foreigners, right? Because the time zones. Because now I'm not at work, I can just like on my lunch break, you know, knock one of these <laughs> out. So
0: yeah, absolutely.
2: So, uh, so obviously, I mean, we'll just we'll, we'll run right into it. Um, yeah, you're you're Richard, and you're from True Shot, right? Yep, that's right, that's me. And you've you vocals, correct? Correct. Yeah, and so, like, all right, I've been aware of you guys. I don't know. I don't know how long it's been since we had some co- some sort of contact. I think maybe you guys set in the song. I don't. I don't remember. But um, I feel like it was around. It's been a couple
1: years, or at least a year. Yeah. So you had Ricky Armolino on the podcast once upon a time, and he mentioned that he was doing some work uh, for us, and he he mixed and mastered our EP. Um, escape uh back in june of 2019 so i think that that might have been the initial contact there i
2: got you see i've had i've had ricky on twice actually i had him on Oh, I have you? okay well each of the last year so yeah so <laughs> i so um that's that's what i thought and I, I knew i knew you guys work with work with ricky but i wasn't sure how um because he does he does so much shit honestly like it's it's, yeah. it's a little hard to keep track of what what exactly he's doing or has done but I but I know I, I definitely knew about the EP and I've listened to it several times now over the last it' it's been like you said almost a year um, right. and then I saw a well you, you reached out and I saw the the uh, the single he just dropped yeah Par- paradigm yep. right correct and so so the EP and this single is that all of the true shot material that exists
1: that is it so far yes um, yeah we formed in a- 2018 April 2018 so that's what we got so far but uh some other stuff in the pipeline of course
2: yeah well that's not bad I mean I know it's I think it's really easy not I don't want to say easy um it's it, it's easier for bands to put out a lot of material now but I think some people uh don't sit on it long enough and just constantly throw shit out where yeah. uh, it's not you know finalized um but right but so so you did Escape as, as a full EP, and now you did uh, Paradigm, which um, feature, features, uh, what's his name, Aiden Holmes? Yep, yep. Who's this guy? I don't know anything about him.
1: Yeah, so he's uh, he's an Australian guy. He fronts this band called Dealer. Uh, he used to be in a band called Alpha Wolf. I'm not sure if you're familiar with either I'm, of them.
2: I'm familiar with Alpha Wolf, yeah.
1: Okay, yeah, he used to front that band, and then some, I don't know, whatever went down with that. He's not, he not in the band anymore, obviously, now he's in Dealer and um they're a band they they're on stay sick records and they came kind of out of nowhere and they gained a lot of steam really quickly so i thought to myself uh not only would he be just a good feature on the song uh but i mean also i mean i'll be honest you know it was just it was kind of a good tactic marketing wise because you know the band that he's in was getting so much steam and uh i figured i would you know kill two birds in one stone and not only have a talented and good vocalist on the song but also you know try to uh get some of that fan base from over there to check us out
2: absolutely it's a, it's a great it's a great move you know and, and and like and people got i think uh i don't think people realize how how uh how how beneficial just slight yeah. move, slight moves like that can be but you guys you guys seem to seem to have really uh seem to really be in control of your own uh, marketing and self self-promotion. The like, and I, I've kind of been impressed by, by, by that. Is that just, is that you? Is that the whole band Are all four of you in on this? Or is this just a yeah. one man thing?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, so as far as the marketing stuff is concerned, uh, I come up with uh, you know a lot of the ideas, and Adam he's really good. My guitar player, Adam, he's really good with tech stuff. You know, he just recently taught me how to edit videos and whatnot. But so basically, I like to look at it as like I'm the idea guy, and he's the the guy who helps execute the ideas if it needs technical support. Because um, I think what happens with a lot of bands, a lot of times is and, you know we see it in our local scene all the time. is that these bands, you know, they just they just want to put out music and there's nothing to go with it in this day and age i mean you need something more than just the content of music to get recognition and notice so i constantly try to think of different ways that we can kind of separate ourselves a little bit if even if it gets in front of you know 10 more people one more person just anything that i can kind of do to try to maximize the potential as much as we can
2: yeah i hear you and 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 i i it's a smart move, obviously. I do similar things, though not not the exact same things with with this. Right. And and I've, I've explained on here in the past, and I don't know how many people catch on. But yeah, sometimes like I don't need to like. Obviously, I like all the bands that I have on here, right? Or mm-hmm. else, I, or else I wouldn't. I like them to a degree, but I don't love everything I have on here. You know, no, but, right? But it's not. That's not the point of this. This isn't. This isn't my musical taste. You know what I mean? It's not my. It's not my. Here's this isn't like me just talking to my record collection. It's, <laughs> you know, it's, it's trying to promote, really, it's trying to promote the people that are on and their projects. So, who gives right. a shit if, if I'm not 100% in love with it, as long as you, you know, and, and, and sometimes having, having guests on for stuff that I'm not crazy about is beneficial for both of us. So, why wouldn't you, you know, why wouldn't you? Yeah, right? of course. So, but with, with this one, you mentioned like, you, you, or, You've, you've come up with unique ways well I, th- I, I at least think unique ways to uh, promote your band I always see pushing your shows which which I know um, should be an obvious thing but it's not these days so for some reason it's it's not uh, an obvious thing for bands to push their own shows which is a shame I don't know what happened but
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah.
2: Is, is there a is, which brings me to a question I want to ask about New Hampshire which is where you guys are from right yeah. is that a is that a strong Scene up there is there uh, what's happening in New
1: Hampshire? So so it's kind of a weird area because we are very close to Mass, you know, like you know you know the Mass hardcore hub and all that and whatnot. And but that's like kind of in like the Worcester area. So to put it in perspective, we're you know we're from New Hampshire and where I so I think it's probably the same distance for where all of us live, but it's about you know about a good hour and ten hour and fifteen minutes away. So we're in this weird like area where it was hard for us to kind of get booked down there originally because we were, you know, we're local, we're, we're a newer band, but we don't exactly have that, you know, cause when you're a younger local band, you, you know, you have your friends come out and check you out and whatnot, but it's hard to get those people to come, you know, an hour and 15 minutes away. Sure. So, um, it's, it's an interesting area, but I'd say overall in New Hampshire, you know, we have this one venue that we play at when we play here called, uh, the jewel nightclub, and the promoter there, his name's is uh, Richie Richie Downs, and he does a really nice job trying to give every band a shot and whatnot. Um, but you know, you gotta you gotta also pick and choose a little bit here and there because you wanna also you wanna you know you wanna earn your stripes and you know get that draw, but you also want to get some exposure as well. But uh, so we've played many shows with <laughs> very few people there, of course. Uh, yeah, as, yeah. A, as every band has, of course.
2: Yeah, and I mean. If- and sometimes you got to make your own. Uh, for for uh, yeah. like the 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 How do I say? It? Like the local the local scene here, right? It wasn't it wasn't always what it is now. I don't even know what, exactly what it is now because you know I'm, right. I'm married with kids. So I, don't, <laughs> I don't I don't I don't do a lot of it anymore. I do mostly this. But uh, at one point, I mean, it was it was a fire hall. We had yeah. we had Lancaster Fire Hall, whatever it was oh, called. Yeah. Lancaster. No, it, was, it wasn't a fire hall. It was, it was American Legion, and uh, yeah. the people who booked that were. Uh, JB from August Burns Red, he was he was one of the main ones. Um, mm. I you know my friends Eric, who I've had on before, he's he's a one-handed bike rider, but anyway, it's <laughs> so besides the point. Um, but anyway, there they were these small things where these these small bands like like Ricky like Ricky Armelino's early bands uh, was like Shut Up Gorgeous and This Is the Apocalypse or August Burns Red, whatever they, you know. They, they played to us, and that was it. You know what I mean, and then it built, it built, and it, it snowballed, and they, you know, got outside of it. But they also, they also did a really good thing, and I think it's a really important thing. And I've seen that people do it from uh, my time in Baltimore too, and people do the opposite as well. Is uh, knowing when not to
1: overexpose yourself to your exactly local scene. like when you yeah. when you
2: overdo it locally. That's it's that can be a that can be a very bad thing.
1: Yeah, and that's something that we've, we we kind of learned. You know, our first year so we like i said we formed in 2018 we played a couple of shows at the tail end and then 2019 we played a ton which isn't good i mean yeah. especially when you're playing in the same area so that's the other thing too is that we've the thing is, is that we obviously want to play live but like you said you don't want to you know oversaturate you know right, the local right. scene with yourself so we're, we're we're becoming more selective about what we choose and of course now with everything going on with the coronavirus yeah we don't really we don't i mean we're kind of uh Everybody will be flocking to come see us after, hopefully. But, uh, but yeah. So that's definitely a thing too. Is um, that's definitely something that we learned is kind of you know, playing here, playing there, spread it out every few months, and just kind of pick and choose your shots a little bit more.
2: Yeah, and I, I think I think that's not just uh, that's that's <clears throat> you don't have to just keep that to shows. And I think you, I think you might be experiencing this a little bit with the way you're releasing your music too, like. So you released that EP um, last year, and how what was the what was the response to
1: Escape? So it was all right. I mean, the thing is, is uh, you know, this is the very first band I've ever been in. I've never been in a band before this one, so yeah. I, a lot of it was uh, a big learn as I go. And I, you know, I, I look back on that EP and I listen to my vocals, and I think I. You know have gotten obviously better as everybody does but right. um i'd say the overall response from like a listener perspective it was it was solid um it was just trying to really push it and try to figure out a way to push it to people and i think um you know you're in the local scene and it's kind of hard to really tell like what people really think of your music because everybody's going to say that you're awesome
0: yeah because
1: yeah. nobody wants to step on each other's toes um, but I'd say overall, it got a, a decent response. We definitely got a much better response to this single. But uh, right, yeah. and that's that's
2: where I was going to go with this. So so then, so that when you put out just you put out what what was the EP five or six songs I forget. Um, it was yeah
1: six total tracks. Six of the th- intro. Th- yeah, yeah yeah.
2: So so you do that, but then you put out just one song. Yeah, and you do it a little bit differently, and you uh, present it uh, smarter and. Yep. I guarantee you've had a much better response. So what has been the response for this one?
1: Yeah, so we've gotten, I'd say, you know, with all the marketing efforts combined, and obviously, you know, we had, we'll, I'm sure we'll get into this soon, but, and, you know, involving Jake Lures. Right, but, right. uh But involving all that together, I mean, we've gotten, like, we got as many streams on this song within two weeks as we do on pretty much every other song we have combined. So right. it was it was a pretty impressive pretty impressive, uh, reaction to the song. Um, I think we kind of, you know, we switched things up a little bit. Uh, you know, if you listen to the EP and you listen to paradigm, it's a much different kind of sound. It's, you know, heavier, um, just a bunch of different things. So I think that it was more modernized, I guess would be the way to put it. Because if you, the EP, we like to, we get a lot of comments that remind reminds people of, you know, 2010 warp tour. <laughs> so, um, which isn't a bad thing, but uh, you know, I just think it's you know it's a more modern kind of flavor for the music, and I think people are way more receptive to that. And of course, having Aiden as a feature on there definitely helped people uh, probably like it a little bit more, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure. But um, yeah, it's been it's been it's been a lot better than we could have imagined, honestly. Well, I noticed that I noticed that
2: most of the things you're talking about there, and the 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 one thing that I definitely you know here is that this does seem heavier and it seems um a little more i don't want to say i don't know how to it seems a little more focused on being what it is instead of being a couple things right and uh i mean that positively of course and and i do like i do like the ep but i do understand i understand what people what you're saying people said about that so um but um yeah, is it, was that was it a conscious direction for, or is that what we can expect from True Shot going forward, or is this just this is just this uh, paradigm?
1: Yeah, so I mean, I think what you can expect because so the, to kind of to kind of lay the the framework here a little bit. So when we first formed, Adam, uh, my guitar player, he's been a you know he was a, a basement guitar player for a long, long time, and you know he had a bunch of like stuff in the tank and whatnot, and you know we kind of. Like I said, we put out the EP really quickly, so we kind of used some of the ideas that he had. And uh, for for Paradigm, he and I really sat down together and kind of went through it, both of us together. And, um, you know, we all, we both love, you know, like, you know, whatever you want to call it, metalcore and all that stuff. But uh, we we have different kind of uh, flavors overall when it comes to the genre. Like, you know, like, for example, I'm a huge, huge fan of a mirror. Um, which isn't, you know, I know, you know, they get a lot of flack for not being the most musically technical or whatever, right? Right. But um, you know, and Adam has been, and I, what makes this whole situation with Jake even more awesome is that Adam has been a lifelong ABR fan, like forever. Yeah. And um, so I think, you know, going forward, you can expect the heaviness to still be there, but we'll still have, you know, the the, the traditional choruses and the clean singing and whatnot, but. Um, you know, I tell Adam all the time, I'm like, you know, if it sounds good, let's go with it. But, uh, I think we're, we kind of have found that sound, um, that we're, that we kind of like and just kind of add a little bit more to it. And yeah. Well, that's good. And you
2: know, and my wife and I were having a conversation about just about music in general, I think just yesterday, and we're just talking about, uh, about how you, you, you always want your, you always want your bands to, evolve right you want yeah. music to evolve that you're listening to but at the same time you don't want it to you don't want it to veer too far you know no no, exactly and and and, and so so like what you would what, what i hear the difference between that ep and this track is a extremely logical progression and it just it honestly just sounds like a a better a better version of what you were doing yeah. before so it sounds like you get you get you're figuring it out um so you you mentioned the 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 jake um from august burns red and his video for this song How, what's the story behind this thing he did a reaction video for your song right yeah
1: yeah it was i mean it's pretty crazy it's 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 not that exciting but it all yeah. at the same time it is <laughs> uh basically you know we so part of you know the marketing strategy that i kind of developed i said to adam i was like hey man like what if we did a reaction channel because i don't really notice any like you know, not that we're like a no, or, you know, we're not like a huge band or anything like that. But I was like, I haven't seen like a band doing reaction videos. It's usually just, you know, I don't want to say random people, but yeah. you know, it's just it's just people who decide to start a channel, which is totally fine. I'm not taking anything away from them, but uh, I just thought that'd be kind of a cool dynamic because you know, you're a really technical guitar guy and I'm kind of more of like the fan perspective. So he does like the play by play. I do the color commentary essentially. And, uh, I thought that that was kind of a cool idea. So, you know, just going through them and him being a huge August Burns red fan, as soon as they dropped their first single off their upcoming album, uh, defender, like we got to do a reaction video and we put it up and we just, it was just another reaction, like any other reaction. And, um, I couldn't believe it. I looked at the comments on YouTube, and I saw that Jake made a comment saying, "Hey, thank you so much, and you know, let me return the favor." So, um, yeah, we got in contact with him and sent him over the song, and he filmed the video, sent it over to us, and then we ended up posting it.
2: That's awesome. Yeah, it's very simple, but it's, uh, it's, you know, there's, there's a, uh, there's a, and you guys, I can tell you guys from experience, you guys are very good at this. There's a. A lot. La- I don't know how to phrase this correctly, but there's a there's a there's a very shitty amount of bands and people mm. in yeah. this thing that that uh, do not reciprocate at all, yeah. <laughs> like that at all. And it's it, it's in my, in my case, it gets a little infuriating. Um, yeah. But to to especially for for you guys to be the little guy and have the big guy reach out to yeah, you.
1: that's wild. That's pretty cool. It was it was it was crazy. I mean, like I said, um, I, I say to Adam even today. I say, like, man, out of all bands, out of all guys, to reach out to us. <laughs> but uh, it was, yeah, it's still pretty crazy.
2: Well, that's awesome. And and so you, you, I wanted to talk to you about these React videos because I've I've yeah. seen you guys doing these for for a while now. And how that, which is another another thing that I was going to compliment on on marketing your own band. Um, where you said you just saw these and it came about how. How has has this been successful for True Shot, or is it just fun to do?
1: It actually so <laughs> it actually has been. It's been weird. So basically, we when we first started, we got you know we got a few hundred subscribers and whatnot. But then we did a reaction video to uh, the song "Popular Monster" by Falling in Reverse, and uh, their singer uh, Ronnie Radke he reacted to us reacting to it on like a live stream. <laughs> And like we just got an influx of people. I mean, it was just like insanity. So from there, I don't know if like from there on the YouTube algorithm was just kind to us and reached a few more people, but you know, we're up to about thirty five hundred subscribers and we started in I think like December or November doing it. So it hasn't been that long and it's been pretty successful and you know, we we've made some some actual like fans of our music out of it too, which was kind of what i was hoping for right um, not that not that i'm using it to be you know malicious like ha 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 i can't yeah. wait to make all these people listen to my band right but you know i mean i'll be honest i mean that was definitely it was a calculated kind of move you know what i'm saying so um yeah well so
2: that's working you guys you have a pretty good success with most of this stuff <laughs> it's working out in your favor so i think uh i think so far so good right and um yeah. you guys well so i want to i want to know a little bit about yourself with this how yeah. how did how did how did you yourself? Because as you as you said, uh, True Shot is a metalcore band. I don't know if we we've specifically nailed that down. Um, <laughs> yeah. How did how did you get how did you get involved in metalcore? Where did where did it come from to you?
1: Uh, so I used to be you know growing up, I was kind of I was into you know bands like you know like I, I like to call it like the pre-metal bands, which is like you know like old school Lincoln Park or Three yeah. Days Grace, and then I eventually got into like. Uh, you know avenge sevenfold and a little bit of lamb of god stuff atreyu stuff like that and then our original drummer who's no longer in the band now but i've known him for you know over 10 years one day he showed me as dying and that was it (laughs) from there on i was just like man i need more of this kind of music (laughs) and uh yeah that's kind of where the love for that you know genre came to came from so what year would
2: that be? Just out of curiosity.
1: Oh man, that would be two thousand eight.
2: Eight. So so that's really when, it, like, I, I'm. That's really when it's metalcore was kind of in the public. In the public. eye. Yeah. yeah. Like so. So like the, the the years before that, it was you know like building. It was kind of building yeah. in the hardcore scene, and then it eventually exploded out of there and left it in the dust. You know. And, exactly. And uh, yeah, so that's. So like, I, mean, I don't know how you are. I'm I'm 35. So for me, like you know, I, I saw it in the infancy, right, and, and not not quite the infancy. I guess the 90s were the real infancy. But you know, you see, it, you saw it come and go, um, not go, but you know, I saw it explode. And it's funny to me to see to see uh, not funny in a good way to see how yeah. successful. Uh, bands can be playing metalcore where (laughs) it used to be fire hall music and now it's yeah yeah now it's now it's now it's you know blowing up or has already blown up um what's the what's the coolest thing you've got you guys have gotten to do um as true shot so far
1: Um, um so i would say probably some of the shows that we played i mean it was crazy like i said um you know in less than a year of you know we released the ep and i'd say within a year and a few months from forming we played with bands like the browning and oh sleeper and uh attila um you know we played the summer slaughter festival which comes around every year and yeah. uh we felt like the pop band on that bill but you know we, we, were, we were there um and uh yeah i'd say you know some of the shows we got to play it was just crazy that like we were just able to play with those caliber of bands but um I'd say you know we've made some 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 pretty good connections you know with people and uh just yeah I'd say you know just some of the people that we've met and definitely the shows that we've been able to fortunately play since then.
2: Right. Well, you I I read that you guys uh you guys started this band basically off a Craigslist ad? Is that true?
1: Yeah, so so the way that it happened was uh I think it was like aug uh no no August, uh, march of 2018 I was just kind of just kind of sitting there and I'm just like, you know what? Like I want to start a band, you know, just why not? So, um, I was actually, it was funny cause I was talking to the guitar player from the band thousand below. I'm not sure if you're familiar with them. No, no, but, uh, yeah, I was talking to him and I was just joking with him like, yeah, man, I'm going to start a band. And you know, when you guys are doing a headlining tour, you better bring us out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I hit up, I hit up my friend, the original drummer, uh, for the band. And I was just, Hey man, you want to form a band? And he's just like. Okay, so then from there, I just put an ad out on Craigslist, and I don't know how it happened, but you know, I met Adam through that, and we've just been rocking ever since, minus you know the drummer leaving. Um, and then from there, Adam brought in his friend Derek to play bass, and that's the story.
2: That's and and very few good things actually come out of Craigslist. So that, I know it's wild. <laughs> well, you so so you guys are a four piece, right? Yes, and that and I think that in itself is a, is a bit unique for a band playing your style. Um, mm, uh, it is. How, how do you? Is that? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I use Adam's your guitar player. How does that? How does that work? Does he? Does he use a lot of pedals? Is this? Uh, is he just this good that you can't tell that there's
1: only one <laughs> guitar player? So what we do? We use backing tracks for yeah. sure for the second guitar, and. Um, yeah he i don't so i'm not really a big gear guy but i know that i know that you know he uses a he uses a helix and he got he's got everything patched into automatically change and everything so he just sits up there and just does his thing and the you know the patches change for him and then, like i said we have the backing tracks is like the you know the second guitar player and um yeah we just we kind of like it that way it's uh we we had a lot of we kind of Honestly toyed with the idea of getting a second guitar player. And we talked to a few people. And it's just... After so many things that just didn't jive. We're just like, you know, let's just stick with us four. Yeah, I mean, if it's, uh,
2: it's the old... Uh, if it if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Exactly, you know? yeah. So, <laughs> so I don't blame you for that. But um, did you... All right, I know this is a little. Uh, I so I, I I sang for a band at one mm. point, and I was not very good at it, and, uh, <laughs> I, and it hurt, and it hurt a lot. Right? I, and I'm I, still not a good, man. It's okay. okay. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. Um, is is have you gotten used to this yet? And I know you said you've been doing it a couple of years, and uh, your voice sounds great. You got a, you got a deep voice. So I don't know how does that. I don't know. Is is it hurt hard yeah. in your throat? Because I know some people, it's nothing. It's absolutely nothing. They can do it every day. It's
1: nothing. But well, what about you? Yeah. So I honestly, I get asked all the time if it hurts. It doesn't hurt. I swear it doesn't. But I mean, if you ask certain people on the Internet, they'd say that I'm not good anyway. So maybe I should (laughs) be doing more to make it hurt and maybe I'll sound better. Um, But yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just I just tell people I just do what my voice allows me to do and this is what you get, you know.
2: Well, I know. I actually I actually think your voice is is very good and kind of unique for the for the genre too cuz I think you're you are oh, deeper you. and I think you, honestly wh- whether you want to or not I think you got a little more of a death metal thing going there. Um yeah, yeah. Uh, but but uh I and I'm not saying you're like doing guttural shit, but you know, no. you, you know like you know, and <laughs> yeah, pig pig squeals. I think that I think pig squeals are over. I don't know if that's I don't know if that's still a thing, if that's still I, happening.
1: I can't do it, yeah. So I can't do it, so I won't have to it's it's cool to listen to, but, yeah, I think that that's kind of played out. Like the Blair, you know? Like, I still like a good Blair, but, you know, those are those are kind of uh, kind of going by the well, wayside, who's, who's too. Res- who's responsible for that? Oh, man, Who I don't Who started know. that thing? I don't know. I know that the guy from Architects, uh, Sam Carter, he does them a lot. And I think yeah. that he's recently come out and he's condemned all blairs. So, <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah. That's got to be it, yeah.
2: yeah I, 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 so, I remember – all right, I, I, I was, I've never, I haven't been big into the metalcore stuff for years, but I still there's still bands in it that I love, you know. There's yeah. still there's still plenty of bands in it that I listen to. Um but I remember going to I was I was in my apartment... all right, so it's it's like this. I'm sitting in my apartment one night in Baltimore and I happen to just like look at what shows are coming up and then I see like the next day August Burns Red is playing oh, nice. like right down the road at, at my house and I, I hadn't seen or spoken to them in years. So I think I think I send a text. I don't remember. It was either text or Twitter where I like where I talked to JB, the guitar player, and mm-hmm. he's like, "Oh yeah, come come out." And it's just, it's this fest. It's August Burns Red is headlining, but it's got like uh, I don't want to. On Broken Wings was on it, but On Broken Wings was considered oh, wow. was considered like the old band. You know, they were like the old yeah. band that was that didn't fit. And it was just it was all it was all metalcore all day all day long, right? With with August yep. Burns being the headliner and. um, and shit and what was saying they they had the uh the drops do they still do these drops who was calling them, like 808 drops or some
1: shit that was like
2: this big boom like in the bass yeah. <laughs> the bass
1: drops yeah Yeah, is that still yeah. a thing are people still yeah, doing that yeah it's that's funny you say that because we were <laughs> we were working on a song recently it's so funny you say that we were working on a song recently and our drummer our new drummer anthony he was like, "Man, we gotta add in like a nice bass drop," <laughs> and I'm just like, "Hey, man, I'm down for whatever works."
2: Well, I just remember that we like the, the people that I was there with. We were, you know, pretty unfamiliar with like what the genre had become. So, like, we we just kept hearing these things and we were laughing our asses off because it was like every at the time it was like every every band every song it'd be that boom. <laughs> but
0: but,
1: but it was so funny.
2: But I but I could see like used sparing, sparingly how like that stuff would be cool and you know same like. You say the the bliss and the whatever like you know <laughs> yeah. you do it too much you fuck it up you ruin it for everybody but if you exactly
1: yeah. but, no it's it's funny yeah because my guitar player uh, Adam he's he's you know he's he's your age so he came into the metalcore as like he's like an OG as I lay dying fan you know <laughs> yeah. with ninety four hours and you know darkest hour and uh, you know all those kind of bands that yeah. first came into the genre so um, it's funny because he started out listening to like. I don't know what he calls it, like Norwegian death metal, and then, you know, the that that stuff came around. Metalcore did, and then, uh, yeah, it's it's funny. Well, yeah, and, and it's but it's it's I I like that
2: it's I like that it's a, uh, a semi mainstream Well, I guess I mean it's not semi. It's pretty mainstream kind of music now, not entirely. You know what I'm saying? Like it's yeah, it's, it's, I know what you mean. It's it's more acceptable now, and I think it's just a it's a cool alternative um, to other shit that's out there. But I guess that, mm-hmm. I guess it is like the popular music for heavy music. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah.
2: It's just hard for me to ever imagine that happening, but Hey, here it is. And that's, <laughs> that's great. I, you know, just knowing, uh, several people that get to make a living off of this is, is a very cool thing, which I imagine awesome. is, is a long way out for true shot, but it's, oh, it's yeah. but it's possible. Yeah. You
1: know? Yeah. Hopefully one day, yeah. <laughs> that'd be great.
2: So, um, so speaking on, on what is possible, what is what, well. First of all, did 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 the coronavirus thing ruin anything for the band?
1: Um, the only thing that it would it really ruined is we had some shows lined up, and you know we we were actually going to play with. Uh, I'll give you another throwback band here. We were going to play for uh, Head PE. Oh of yeah, all, <laughs> of all bands, yeah, we were going to oh, play you with got, them.
2: You got to do it. That's funny.
1: Uh, yeah, exactly. I, I that'll be. A sight to behold, if that yeah, ever yeah. <laughs> uh, comes to fruition again. But, uh, yeah, we we're going to play with them. And we got a couple other shows. And then, honestly, the other thing is, you know, because I, myself, and also Adam, we both have kids. So, you know, we've kind of been quarantining. So it's been kind of hard to get together to finish up these these songs that we're kind of putting together and going to be releasing later in the year. But, I mean, other than that, nothing really got, like, ruined, so to speak. Um, yeah. Well, so what...
2: Yeah, like you said, like I said, like I said, you said previously that you're gonna you're gonna do this instead of releasing a, a EP or an album, you're gonna do these the singles track. Yeah. What? Tell me about that decision, like, because I know that that's what some people do now, and some people yeah. still go to the album. How did you come to this conclusion?
1: I honestly believe that, and this is just my belief, but I believe that if you're a new band, you gotta release singles, um, totally just singles, and the reason why is because. And we saw this with the EP. Um, you, when you're a newer band, it's very hard to get people to even notice you to begin with. And if you give them too much, um, I just think they're going to listen to one. Th- you you kind of have to you have to gear these people to listen to this thing only, and then you kind of help the hype train kind of go from there. You get them hooked on the one single, you know. You string them out a little bit, and then you release another single. And I think the reason why like i said i think everybody everybody has such short attention spans nowadays i know i do i mean i i i mean Maybe it's just me, but I haven't listened to a full album front to back in forever just because of the way that music is now. You can just make a playlist of your favorite songs and, you know, you go on to an album. You're like, oh, I like this song. I like this song. Throw it in the playlist and then you move on. Um, So I think that just from a – and it allows you, especially as a smaller band like us, to really focus marketing efforts on that one project and kind of make your whole band's universe surrounded by that one single – um, and then if you're focused on pushing that one single, you get it out to people and, you know, whoever likes that, you know, you push out the next single, they'll be interested in that one. Hopefully you gain a few more people from that and you just kind of keep working it like that. Because, um, you know, I have friends in other local bands, you know, they they, they write an album and put it out and it does nothing. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? So it's like you you have to have kind of a plan. I think... I think albums are still a good idea if you have that built-in fan base and you can wait the two years to put music out. But if you're, you know, a smaller band, you can't do that. If you're if you put out an album and then you wait two years to put out another one, nobody's even know who the hell you are by then. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I think if you have a built-in fan base, I totally think the album thing's cool. You have a record label behind you, you can do this huge marketing campaign. But I think with the singles and being a smaller band, it's just a from what we have seen, you know, so far, it's just a much smarter approach right now.
2: No, I think you're right, and I think specifically for for the, the type of music you're playing, for the audience you have, um, okay. I like for myself, I am a total album person. I yeah, I want to listen to albums all, all the time. I don't like playlists, <laughs> even though I make yeah. one every week. You know, for this thing, yeah. but like, <laughs> um, but like, uh, but like, 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 what you're talking about and keep the short attention spans because I, I have that problem too. Right. But because, yeah. like, because my yeah. problem is that I'll listen to an album one time all the way through and I'll like it and I'll forget all about it and never go back to it. Um, you know, so, so it's not, it's not necessarily a good thing. And, um, yeah. and especially now the, the, the playlist, I don't want to say playlist culture. That sounds a little weird, but the, the, the whole idea of uh, these playlists, especially on Spotify. Right. I mean, I, exactly, I know, yeah. I know I listen to most of my music on Spotify um, and, and those playlists, they they push those playlists, and they'll tell you what's on the playlist, you know. And it's it's if you're just dropping singles, I think you got the right idea, and I, I hope it keeps working for you.
1: Yeah, because the, the other thing too, speaking on Spotify, you can if you know if you if you upload a song with a good enough time, you can submit a song to Spotify and have it reviewed by their editors. But you can only submit one song. So if yeah. you're if you do if you do the singles route, you can focus everything into that send that off to Spotify, you know, we'll see what happens. But if you're planning to release, you know, five, six, ten songs at once, you can only submit one. So if you do the singles, you're, you're setting yourself up to try to be in the best position possible because, I mean, it is what it is these days, you know. You have to try to make it in good with Spotify. And once you do that, then you get exposed a little bit more. And that's just, you know, especially for unsigned bands. And so that's just, you got to play the game, you know. Yeah, what the hell does Spotify do with it? What are they reviewing? They just... <laughs> I I I have no idea. It's for so they have like their own you know, like their own playlist that they create, you know, like for Metalcore it could be like, you know, new metal tracks or new core or something like that. And that's like the holy grail. Like, oh my god, I've been accepted into the kingdom, you know, if you if you submit the song there and they put it on, but I'm not sure how they do it, I'm not sure what they do, but Um, that's like the whole point of it is trying to get onto one of like those big time playlists with hundreds of thousands of followers and, you know, with only 20 or 30 songs on them. And then you get a ton of plays and then, you know, it's all, it's all a big algorithm that you're trying to, uh, solve and compete with.
2: have, Have you guys successfully made any of these lists yet?
1: Uh, so we, we got on not those ones in particular, but you know, like the, the discover weeklies, um, we did manage to get on one of those once, but uh, the other thing that's cool too with Spotify is if you release, if you upload the song within, you know, seven days before it comes out, you'll automatically put on this other playlist called Release Radar, which goes out to other people. That's a big, big mess. I've done, spent so many hours researching this stuff. Well, it's I can crazy. tell you, I
2: can tell you personally, they're, they're the only two, um, the only two playlists I listen to on Spotify. Are the two that you just mentioned? I listen to. There you my, go. Me and my, my wife both love the fact that Release Radar exists and listen to that every Friday. Like religiously. exactly. Uh, yeah. But,
1: see. Exactly. That's that's you're the type of people we're trying to come for.
2: <laughs> well, you already got me, so you need to find somebody.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, it's 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 I didn't know that there was a a, a thing to get on Release Radar. I thought they were just being yeah. nice and saying, "Hey, you like this stuff, so you'll like this." But, uh, I guess there's more shadiness behind it. Shouldn't be surprised.
1: Yeah, exactly.
2: (laughs) So, okay. So, so you talk, you know, this, this kind of messed up your, uh, this kind of messed up your song songwriting, your ability to get these songs out. Maybe not too bad, but, um, so what's next? What's what can people expect next from true shop?
1: Uh, yeah, like I said, we're going to keep the singles thing going, um, You know, I think that that is the smartest way to go. We're going to keep going with that, and you know, we're like I said, we're still a local band, so you know, trying to spread our shows out as much as we can, uh, even you know, obviously with everything going on. But you can just expect you know consistent releases, which I think is pretty cool. Um, You know, people can expect new music, you know, semi-frequently, and um, just you know, try to play some shows where it makes sense. We're not really. Ready to tour, and that's a whole other discussion yeah. that I could get into. Is um, you know we're 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 just not there yet. I think that's a that's a huge thing that a lot of young bands do, which I just think is not a good idea. But you know it's you know their call at the end of the day. But yeah,
2: no, you don't want to jump into that too early. No, that's a, that's a money pit even when you're even when you're successful. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> yeah,
2: especially especially he said you guys got kids and shit. Yeah, that's not.
1: That's not uh Yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's just it, honestly, like we've t- it's it's not worth it for us to take time out of out of work, be away from our kids to go play to ten people in you know Roanoke, Virginia. <laughs> it's just not yeah. worth it. Like it's just that it doesn't like, like we're honestly better off putting money into marketing your songs online. It's just it's just way better. Um, but yeah.
2: Well, that's the fucking. I I suspect. It's gonna work just as good. Uh, you know? Hopefully, yeah. That's the plan. <laughs> yeah. And if it doesn't, whatever. At least you're having fun, right? That's yeah. The, that's the main idea. Um, so, all right. Well, I don't know. Did we? Do we? Do we miss anything that we want that you wanted to cover?
1: No, I don't think so. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, just it's been really cool everything going on with Jake, and it's uh, something that we really appreciate. And um, it's that was a pretty surreal experience, I have to say.
2: Yeah. That, yeah, no. That, I think that's. The, I was. I was glad to see. I don't. I don't know him particularly. Um, like I said, I know some of the other guys, but uh, uh, it's. It's cool to see. It's cool to see anybody with a platform. Um, spot up anybody else, you know, and yeah. and, and being familiar with you guys, um, I was glad to see that it was you guys, you know, uh, and I see it's kind of it's kind of got the ball rolling where it looks like he's doing this now with with other people's stuff too. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> So you're the you're the you're the first ones in line. So, hopefully.
1: yeah, <laughs> that's got to be good. Yeah, no, that's I'm glad that he's doing it because, um, uh, you know, he recognized, too, he's like, this is a good way to stay connected to people while everything's going on with the coronavirus. Stay connected with the community. And that's honestly, that's the best way to look at it. So I'm glad that he's doing them.
2: Yeah. Well, hey, let's let's uh, let's try to pay it forward here a little bit. Who who what other bands are out there maybe in your local scene that you think should des- deserve some attention?
1: Oh man, okay. Um, there's some there's some pretty good bands out this way. Uh, hey, saving- you know what? It doesn't. It does Sorry to interrupt. You. It doesn't even have to yeah. be bands. If you, if there's just some some
2: somebody something that you think deserves some recognition, just, just put it out there. Okay.
1: Yeah. As far as uh, I'll start with bands. I mean, as far as bands go, there's a band out here called Saving Vice. They're a little bit uh, a little bit bigger uh, as far as like the local thing goes. They're a little bit bigger. They're good. We got a band called uh, No Eye Has Seen. We got a band called Unbounded and uh let's see you got a band called fathom farewell there's some there's some talented bands out this way and this uh, is all
2: just new england area
1: or new hampshire yeah, specifically it, a pretty yeah new england area for sure um yeah we we love all those guys we, we played with them all you know a few times and Except for Saving Vice. That was actually one of the shows that got postponed, which is a, b- a bummer, but uh, we'll get around to that. But uh, yeah, I mean, as far as bands around this area, those are some, some interesting bands that people should check out.
2: Well, good. I'll, ch- I'll check them out myself. Cool. Cool. But hey, hey, Richard, thank you thank you for doing this. Um, yeah, if you, do you want to tell people where they can find True Shot? Do that whole plug.
1: Yeah, sure. So yeah, you guys can follow us. We're on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Uh, you can search True Shot Band. That's our username on all those platforms, and then also, you know, like we're on uh, Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you stream music, and then on YouTube, if you want to check us out there, uh, it's uh, True Shot Official, where we do a lot of it as reaction videos, but you know, we're going to, you know, put our own music out there and some other content um, in the near future. So, um, yeah,
2: awesome. Hey, hey, this reminded me of one thing I did want to ask you. Um, Yeah, why is True
1: Shot one word? Well, um, what's happening here? I really don't know. I, I came up with that, and I really don't have like a rationale for it. It was just like, let's make it one word. I don't know. <laughs> and it just it looked it looked different, and it's because it's. I get it all the time. I see it I'm all sure. the time. People space it every time, or they don't capitalize the S. I, see, I think it's funny, but uh, yeah, it's. I think it's funny, but um, I don't know why. I do, I picked one word for it. I don't know why. I really don't have a I really don't have an answer. I've never that's, been
2: asked that before. That's all right. It, you know, somebody's somebody's going to ask you eventually. So, yeah. you got to come up with a good lie for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I will. All right, man. Well, hey, thank you thank you for taking the time to do this conversation. We well, hopefully we will get this out and uh get, get some more people checking out True Shot.
1: Cool, man. I really appreciate it, Dan. Thank you. Yeah, of course. Take care, man. Take care. You too. see. What we want to see
0: Will you be the last a
2: there you have it that was my conversation with richard of true shot and that song there at the end that was uh, paris off of the escape ep that they released uh last year i forget when he said i forget what it came out don't have the dates written down here so you just have to say 2019 how about that um yeah, so uh, if you hear the song at the beginning, you hear the song at the end, you can hear a little bit of a difference, a little bit of an improvement, um, reverse chronologically. How do, how do we do that correctly? Um, but anyway, no, it's I, I truly believe they're a cool band, and they're, they're on the come up. I think you're going to see big things at a true shot. If uh, metalcore is your thing, uh, keep your eye out for them, eye and ear more specifically. Keep your ear out for them, all right? It's pretty easy to do. You just listen, right? <laughs> like listening... Oh God! I should take my own advice. Listening should be uh, the easiest thing for people to do. You just have to sit there and listen. You just have to. Right, I, I... Look, I'm having trouble listening to my own bullshit right now. Stop! Fuck it. Don't listen. Whatever. Do whatever you want. Um, <laughs> but that's 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 going to be the gist of this episode. Thank you for listening. Uh, episode 120. That's a lot. We've done a lot of these so far. I say we, but it's just me and the people that I talk to. So I've done a lot of these so far. Um, and that's that's great for me. Pat on my back. Pat on your back if you listen. You know, I appreciate that. I don't think I say it enough that I appreciate the people who listen and reach out and talk to me, which is zero of you. So, <laughs> so maybe I say it just enough. Um, if I want to, I want reiterate, to reiterate again for those of you who are looking forward to it, or if you're not, you know, whatever, I could spam you with it later, is uh, gettingitout.net is coming. It is very close to on the way. I actually got a lot of cool things in there that I'm excited about. Some some articles and interviews. I got a cool interview with my man Frankie Chairs from Bar Fight Champs that I'm excited to uh, to, to, to show you guys. Um, I, I'm do I'm in, in progress of doing an interview right now with uh, Carl Jean. If you're not familiar with Carl Jean, you should check him out. Um, I got some other cool stuff. There's uh, we got we got we a couple of death metal things. Unmerciful, you heard of them? Wombath, how about that? How about those guys? Um, a lot of hardcore. We got a lot of uh we got some Drain. We got some Rotting Out. Uh, both recently put out new records. I got some lists that p- pertain to hardcore that are sure to ruffle some feathers, and I'm excited to expose them to the world and get people angry at me. Um, but that's 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 all going to be on GettingItOut.net whenever that f- finishes up. Um, hopefully pretty soon, but you know what? It'll be worth the wait. So, uh, that's about it for this one. If you want to follow me, you can do so at, uh, getting underscore it underscore out underscore podcast on Instagram at getting it out pod on Twitter. And the Facebook page is facebook.com slash getting it out podcast. Please go there, like those pages, share those pages, do whatever. But most importantly, most importantly, always is just tell people that you listen to the podcast. That's what helps. That's what's best. Um, that's what gets this into the ear holes and uh, it doesn't put money in my pocket at all. Don't worry, this whole thing operates at a loss and it has been the entire time and it probably always will. But that's just the way it is and that's okay. I enjoy doing it. I enjoy bringing uh, bringing uh, new music to people's ears. That's that's really exciting to me and I don't know why. I wish I, I wish I could make sense out of that. It just doesn't make sense to me, but I do enjoy it and uh, I should do that again. I should do that again with a with a band here um, that I I doubt I doubt you've heard of and. <laughs> I don't. I don't mean that like a, like to say like a like a jerk. I just think uh, not many people are familiar with uh, Russian melodic death metal outside of uh, Russians. And uh, maybe maybe I'm an idiot though. Uh, well, I'm definitely an idiot. But this 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 band is called Drops of Heart um, from their album Stargazers, which doesn't come out until July. So you're getting quite a bit of an advance on this one. The song's called Modern Madness, and uh, it's uh, it's interesting. It's Russian. It's death metal. It's melodic. I want you to hear it. It's here at the end of this episode. I want to tell you that I thank you again for listening, and that's really it, I guess. You know, um, try not to kill people this week. That's my. Let's let's start ending this. Oh no! Hold on. Wait one one thing. I got to go. Um, I'm bringing pronunciation back. If you're an earlier listener to the podcast, um, this might be exciting for you. If you if you're not, um, let me explain a little bit. It's a it's kind of a, a reverse spelling bee. I spell the words to the con- contestant, and the contestant says them back to me, and then we check with Google to see if they got it right. Uh, I got to get that in the works, but I got I to say it here to, uh, to to hold myself accountable, I guess. But yeah, Pronunciation Bee coming back on a new episode. Uh, I don't know which one. We I got to see weird episodes. I'm all over the place. I'm all over the place with these episodes lately, musically. I'm not sticking to a single genre at all. Uh, tomorrow I got an interview with a, with a very bluesy rock band, Th- nothing extreme about them, you know, um, I got uh, what who else, got? I also after that I got a, I got a power violence band on Friday, <laughs> I've got a noise band tomorrow night, um, like noise, not noise rock, noise, um, I got, what else do I got, what else is happening, um, Steel Nation's coming up again soon, you know, gotta, g- gotta get hardcore, always need to, uh, get hardcore bands on, hardcore, Hardcore is, should be the primary. It should be like pr- hardcore and then other genres, but lately I've been dismissing hardcore accidentally. Got to get a lot of hard, hardcore bands on. How about Three D Streets? Got to get them on here. Anyway, it's all coming. All right? So just keep, keep on the lookout. Um, thank you for listening. Listen to this Drops of Heart song that I told you what it was called a while ago. What did they say? Modern Madness? Anyway, Drops of Heart, Modern Madness, off of Stargazers, out July 22nd. You got time. Uh, thank you for listening as always. Uh, that's it, I guess. Bye-bye.